But then we decided but to do it. That's why we have Mike. That's it. Yeah. That's why we have Mike. He makes the rest of us look making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. We're back with another mini Monday where we read you your shit. Your words. Exactly how they're typed. Yeah, I try sometimes. Some of you guys got to work on your grammar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but. No, it's, a, it's fine. I read it exactly as it's written sometimes. I know, but sometimes I'm like, does. I don't even know what I'm reading. But that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't um, matter. They know what they're reading. They know. They know. Hey, that's mine. <laughs> As I'm like, and then, and what? <laughs> and then we go. Uh, <laughs> then I went back to my room. There you go. Well, yeah, this is the, oh, yeah. Uh, our great segment where we we read and respond to uh, user emails, listen to stories, listen to uh, different tales of of uh, scary things going on, uh, or dating stories, in your life or dating stories. Yep. <laughs> Uh, anything that Her anything face. that qualifies as a horror story is pretty much, you know, what makes it on the podcast. And dating qualifies. Yeah, as well as you know, you guys ask all kinds of questions, and we really appreciate that, and we love to answer those questions for you um, about us personally or about just different things going on, and ask our opinion, which is which is great. It's always fun to share our opinions. Right. Sounds like we have a really good list going on here today, and yeah. so we're going to turn to Gabby to start us off. Yeah, so welcome everybody. This is uh, Gabby. Welcome back to Sophie's Choice. I'm Gabby. I'm Mike. And I'm Sophie. And this is Sophie's Choice Murders and Mysteries. Yep. Like uh, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> I already said that. I already rough, said that. Rough Monday. <laughs> My turn to say it. It's okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so um, we have a... A listener write in from my friend Jonathan, who I went to Bali with. Yeah, it was that big group trip I took in October. So um, he wrote in and he has three different stories <gasps> in oh, one sorry. email. Okay. All right. So this is the Jonathan episode, apparently. <laughs> this is fantastic. All right. Depending so, on how good it is. Yeah. <laughs> Turning on if I can read your grammar. No, yeah, that works. too. <laughs> okay. So. Jonathan says, I've been loving the podcast and especially love Mini Mondays. Yay. Below are three nice. stories from my life for Mini Monday consideration. So the first one is titled Out of Body Experience. Ooh. So this occurred when I was in eighth grade, but it's still a pretty vivid memory that comes to my mind pretty often. In late April 1999, toward the end of the school day, we were all kind of bouncing around the classroom just waiting for the end of the day. I was sitting on the back counter, leaning next to an open window and soaking in the spring breeze when suddenly another kid from my class, Sam, walked up to me and punched me in the chest and walked away. Oh, <laughs> okay. Huh. He, was, he was mad I hadn't invited him to my birthday, but seriously, fuck Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Kids are the fucking worst. Jeez. 
I know my mom always made made Jesus. me like if I had a party like invite everybody had, in the class. invite everybody invite can't leave class. Every, well, anybody out. Yeah. I mean when when I was younger, my classes uh, were like sixteen. And so I could invite the entire class. Same, yeah. yeah. And that's that was true. the thing. I would just invite the entire class and like one or two friends that I'd had from the year before. Yeah. Uh, and then it slowly got smaller and smaller groups. And then when I switched schools and I tried to invite some from the old school and some from the new school and they didn't really gel very well. Yeah, that never works. Yeah. And then like <laughs> the last birthday party I had was when I was like 11 years old or 10 years old or yeah. something like that. It just, I was like, I don't yeah. know who to invite the drama. Anymore. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of like, Archie in like three years or whatever. Am I expected to feed and host sixteen little gremlins? Like, no, like you can oh, just not have a birthday party. Ten. <laughs> no birthday ten. party for yeah. you. So, but the problem is a lot of times in school, like if you bring like invitations to a party, yeah. right. like that's hard. Yeah. Like yeah. because then yep. kids are like, I wasn't invited. And then it causes a whole thing for the teachers. See, I'm so, all about inclusion, but 16 little Satan worshiping children sounds like a fucking nightmare. It doesn't mean they're all going to come, but oh, at least like, the they, they, at least nice. they're yeah. invited, right? So, yeah. but yeah, that's always in the back of my head, even to this day with like adult things. I'm like, I need to invite everybody. Even if I'm <laughs> not the like, biggest don't fan. tell anybody that it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm like, I know I need to invite everybody, but. Inclusion's important. It is. So. I just don't have birthday still, parties anymore. But still. Fuck We're Sam. old now. Fuck Sam. Back <laughs> to. Yeah, I don't really celebrate Sam. my birthday. It knocked the wind out of me and I couldn't breathe. Tunnel vision began to set in and I blacked out. Oh, wow. Oh my Sam God. Sam is fucking Packing savage. a punch. Jesus Christ. I then opened my eyes and was still on the counter in the back of the classroom. Except it was silent. Nobody else was in the room and the walls and ceiling were black as if the floors and desks were just floating in nothingness. I looked around for a couple seconds, then hopped off the counter and walked forward. After about four or five steps, I collapsed and fell to the ground, smacking my face hard on the tile floor. I opened my eyes again, laying on the floor, and lifted myself up like doing a push-up. I stood up and looked around again at the empty room and bordering nothingness. Then I looked down and saw my body laying face down on the ground. There was no panic I was just standing there and staring at myself. While looking down, I walked a lap around my own body on the ground, then collapsed again, falling on top of slash into myself, Mm -hmm. a body laying on the ground. Woke up again, laying on the ground, picked myself back up and walked back to the counter, sat down, leaned back onto the window and closed my eyes. Before opening my eyes again, I heard the noises and commotion of the classroom. This seemed to snap me back into consciousness. When I opened my eyes, I saw that everyone was still doing their thing as if nothing had happened, which suggested I was only blacked out for a second, but to me, at least a few minutes had gone by. Not only that, but I was drenched in sweat and the entire right side of my face hurt like hell, which was the side of my face that had hit the ground in my vision slash blackout dream. I got up from the counter and started asking my friends what happened And told on Sam to the teacher because, again, fuck Sam. (laughs) All of my friends were confused and everyone I spoke to said I had just been sitting there on the counter in the back of the room. And according to them, my eyes weren't even closed. Whoa. Dude. He asked or projected. He he launched himself into a whole other universe. (laughs) Holy shit. Should I say 
Sam launched I him mean, into a yeah, that's Yeah, that sounds like some Doctor Strange type stuff. Where oh, shit, yeah. You know, ghost pops out of the body and stuff like that. But uh, there's also been uh, plenty of recordings of either out-of-body experiences Whoa. or attributing that to the, hallucination, the hallucinations that can uh, happen because of lack of oxygen going to your brain. Yeah. And so if you're not getting air, if, you know, yeah, you that knock knocked the wind out of you, uh, you can black out for a second, no oxygen going to your brain, and you can enter it like a dreamlike state. Yeah. And your dreams are fueled by real things in your life. And so maybe it was, you know, you seeing the classroom that was around you or your brain kind of trying to put together like what was going around, uh, going on around you, um, but not having all the information uh, because of the lack of oxygen. Yeah. And as well as, um, but any kind of pain, any kind of uh, phantom limb type reaction um, is always a mental thing. It's chemicals in your brain telling your nerves that something hurt. Yeah. And so if your brain believes that you went through something like that, then sometimes you can then feel that pain. And then uh, if there was no yeah, physical mark or anything, then you don't have any proof that that might have happened. It's but... almost like when people who are like amputees are like, my foot really exactly. hurts. Yeah. Oh, no like phantom anymore. limb. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. The phantom pain. Phantom limb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just applying it to like yep. a thing. Yep. A real thing. <laughs> Damn. Okay, cool. Wow. Yeah, thanks for that story. Thanks for that story, Jonathan. Freaky. I would, yeah, I would be freaking out. And I'd be like, did I, did I die? Like, <laughs> but did you die? Am I dead? Yeah. Oh my, I probably I was murdered. <laughs> fuck you, Sam. Fuck you, fuck you Sam. Sam. We need a, we need a shirt that says, fuck there you, you Sam. Go. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's Sam? We don't know. We, we don't know. know. <laughs> He's just some asshole kid. Oh God. Okay, I'm going to read this one from Ava. I love that name. Um, It's called Ghost Cat dot 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 question mark. Hey, y'all. Ciao and buongiorno. I probably butchered that. From Piedmont. Is that right? <laughs> Piedmont where? Italy? I think so. I don't know if that counts because I'm originally from Michigan. LOL. But I'm here on a teaching job. <laughs> this isn't really creepy and definitely isn't murdery. Oh, sorry. She put deaf isn't murdery. But I had a cat gifted to me by an ex. I normally hate cats. Same, dude. But I think I really held on to this thing because I was still so obsessed and in love with my ex. In parentheses, I love you, Tim. In parentheses. <laughs> she put it. I'm reading it. Okay. But is his name actually Tim? Or is she talking about, like, Tim, how Archie always is like, I love Tim. I don't know. Tim, That's a good question. Tim reminds you're... her of Tim or her ex, Tim. Oh, when Archie was like, "I love Tim," yeah, and it yeah. was made her think of her Tim. Oh, that's Bummer, cute. That's sad. Bummer, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> That's super sad. Yeah, you know, offering for him to come quote visit the cat in exchange for sex—the usual things you do to hang on to a toxic relationship. It's a press prostitute cat or something. I wouldn't know. I don't hang on to toxic people. <laughs> LOL. Anyway, I throw them away like garbage. Oh, God. I think I did genuinely grow to love the furball, and I was really devastated when she got diagnosed with cardiomyopathy. Apparently, it's really common in cats. It, it is. But she ended up getting a blood clot and died when she was just four days shy of being two. Oh, shit. She was young. I live alone, and when she was alive, this little shit would unroll my toilet paper and drag it into my room. <laughs> the present. So did nice. You, did you need this? You didn't wipe very well. 
kind of smell. <laughs> Your litter box really smells. <laughs> My ex did actually come back in parentheses, honestly, only for the sex and parentheses. When I was sad about her passing and he left before the morning came, feeling depleted, I cried out loud, quote, he is such a sack of shit and now I'm all alone. End quote. <laughs> I hope I did you justice, Ava. I fell back asleep and when I woke up, I found this. She puts a picture. We'll have to put it on our Instagram story. Oh, <laughs> the toilet God. paper. Look at the little clumping in the hall in her room. From the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's literally a picture of the, the toilet paper unraveled uh, from... And it goes by the toilet all the way, yeah, into yeah, the hallway. Yeah. It was calming and reassuring to me that I needed to let go of American Tim and find myself a hot Italian man clinging to this pathetic guy was holding me back. It just seemed like a tiny sign of you'll be okay from my little Mia. I hope this makes the cut. Keep doing what you guys do, Ava and Mia in spirit, apparently. Oh my Did god. Did you love American American Tim? <laughs> Wow. American Tim. <laughs> yeah, Damn. I... Uh, cat spirit. Oh, fuck. Kitty, kitty spirit. The, I don't like the... The picture! <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. Um, it is really nice to have sentiment like that. Um, like, it is a message. You don't need American Tim wipe your ass? <laughs> well your ass you know, just when you think that you know you're all alone and, and um it's it's nice to know or it's nice to have those beliefs that there there is uh you know another side that uh people can watch down on you from uh like you know pets and grandparents and uh, relatives and anyone else that you've lost the boyfriend did it <laughs> american tim did it american tim we're going to have a fuck yeah. you, Sam, an American Tim with a little flag. <laughs> I mean, oh the, skeptic, my God. the skeptic in me has things to say, but. Do you say think it was it. a boyfriend? Say it. No, I think that in moments of emotion, we lose track of uh, a lot of different things that are going on around us. You mean logic? Uh, sure. Would you think <laughs> that the makes sense. toilet paper was like clenched in between her cheeks and she like walked out uh, away from the. In, you know, fits of rage, we can reach out, we can, oh. you know, having someone else in your place uh, for different things, maybe they, you guys were, were in that emotional state together while you were having sex as well. And then uh, afterwards, you know, again, you can forget, I don't know, well, because sex is an emotional thing. I know, I'm it is. I know, my, but laugh, I'm my laugh is loud, no. so I'm trying to be like. I know, I'm picturing them having sex and like grabbing the toilet paper. Like, I know. I leave it. So, <laughs> what I'm saying is, after after they were done, he uh, he could have gone to the bathroom and had something. Took a mad doogie. <laughs> just been in a rush or something. To leave. Right. Again, yeah, I'm not saying that was the right thing for him to do. That wasn't. That was a shitty thing to do. God, uh, shitty. What? <laughs> We don't love this Tim. <laughs> Damn it, but American Tim. <laughs> we don't love this. What I'm Tim. saying is, a lot of people have left bathrooms with toilet paper <sighs> attached to them in one way or another. <laughs> That's true, right? And so it could have been him trying to leave in a hurry, uh, leave out of there, and you know, brought it out with him. Uh, it could have also been her uh, running to the bathroom or being upset, and then you know, rushing out and not realizing what she did behind it. Uh, he left she, a literal. Literal paper trail. Right. Literal. If he yeah, was running away. Paper trail. <laughs> he uh, however, literal. like I said, it is really nice uh, to be able to have um, that sentiment of pet was there for you. Your past yeah. 
pet's spirit is is there in support of you even after they're gone physically. Picturing a little cat just being like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, American the, Tim. Yeah. Exactly. With a little paper roll. Yeah. <laughs> Take us away. All right. We are moving on to second story of Jonathan. So Jonathan, uh, in support of you, fuck Sam. And we'll get started with this next one. Uh, it's called House Sitting. Straight from the top. Fuck Sam. <laughs> yep. Several years ago, during the summer, I was asked to house and pet sit for my best friend's family while they were all going to be away on a small family vacation. I was working in the area anyway, so it was super convenient for me. Plus, I love their dog, Jaco, J-A-C-C-O. That sounds like a radio station. Jaco? I'm like, is it Jaco or Jacko? Is it Jacko? Jacko. Okay. Jacko? I don't know. Uh, and had known him since uh, he was a puppy. A lab German Shepherd mix. Oh. Ten years old at the time. R.I.P. Jacko. Aw. This is a house I had been to, to hundreds of times and was basically a second home for me. But things got weird from the very, uh, very first night. After getting home from work on the first night, I couldn't shake this weird feeling while I was in the house. It was the general feeling of being watched or not being alone. I shook it off as merely just being weird that I was the only one, uh, one home when normally it was a bustling household. I was sitting at the kitchen island and eating dinner. Jacko was sitting on the floor next to me after emptying his bowl when he started to growl. I looked down and his head was perked up and he was fixated across the living room. I turned around. The living room was, of course, empty. But when I looked at the TV, which was off, I saw in the reflection someone standing on the left side of the screen and then stepped away out of view. Oh! I let, an I let out an audible, what the fuck? I can hear his voice. <laughs> Man. Got up oh, and started God. storming around the house. Again, the house was empty. No. I spent the rest of the night with the TV on or music playing to take away from the eerie silence before going to bed. My best friend's room was at the end of the small hallway that also had the washer and dryer and a bathroom. But the only way in or out of the room was down that hallway. Jacko and I both slept in my friend's bed. In the middle of the night, I woke up. This isn't uncommon, so I didn't feel any alarm at first until I noticed that Jacko was out of the bed, in front of the doorway, staring down the hallway and growling fiercely. No. This time, he was in full-on attack position. I called out to him, what's going on? But he stayed fixated on the hallway. I got up and came to him and saw nothing down the hallway. He continued to growl and stare. After a few more seconds, he calmed down and went back down, back to bed. As I laid back down, he was still being cautious and staring at the doorway. I gave him some pets, thanked him for his protection, and reminded him that he was a good boy. The next night, after I walked in the door, Jacko didn't give me an excited greeting. He saw I was home, but was acting really suspicious again. I took him outside for a walk, and he seemed much better and happier to see me. When we walked back into the house, he started barking almost immediately into the living room. I looked over and saw someone again move within the reflection of the TV. Jacko barked in a few directions and sniffed around a lot. We ate dinner, the house still felt weird, and we went to bed. And again, I was awoken in the middle of the night and Jacko was in protection mode. This went on all four nights I was there. My friend's mom had to return two days earlier than everyone else because of work, about a week or so after her family got back. I got a text message from his mom that read, Can you call me when you get a chance? Oh, God. I think you left something in the house, and I want to ask you about it. Oh. I was confused. 
I gave her a call a few minutes later and asked what she meant. She laughed a little bit and then told me that after she came back, she felt weird in the house. She said when she first entered the house, it felt like she had eyes on her. Jacko was on edge and she swore she saw someone standing in the reflection of the TV. Oh my God. This lasted for both nights she was there until the rest of the family came home and then it went away completely. She said she never experienced anything like that and was wondering if I did too. I freaked out a little and told her everything. Up until that conversation, I hadn't told anybody what I experienced in their house and had kept it entirely to myself. She laughed again and said, I think something might be following you around. Ew. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God, that's the end? That's it. Uh, I hate other people's houses half the time. Like I, I do not like staying in other people's houses. Right. And I will never buy a used house. Sorry. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like some New a house or nothing. A house that's I, I never want to live in a house that's like already been used by people. Bad oh, G2. like if you buy a house as opposed to a townhome, you want it new construction? Yeah. Oh. Used houses are creepy. I'll have to sage the whole fucking thing. <laughs> When when you said, J- what is it, Jaco, Jacko, whatever. Jacko, when you said he emptied his bowl, I thought you were going to say he emptied his bowels. Like right there on the floor. He shit himself right on the floor. <laughs> That's why I started to laugh and I looked at Gabby because I was like, he emptied his bowels. No, his bowl. His bowl. <laughs> he ate all his food. Yeah, like good a good boys. boy. Good Animals boys. are really, really uh, intuitive to extra whatever spooky shit. Oh, God. They are, though. I know. They can, like, they have, like, a... No, they can see stuff that we can't see. Yeah, it's fucking freaky. Just like how they can hear stuff we can't hear. They might be living in a whole other world and be like, look at all these, like, (laughs) these spirits just walking around and these dumbass humans can't see them, you know? Like, oh, hey, Grandpa, what's up happening? Literally. (laughs) You never know. They might only see three colors, but goddamn, all the dead people they can see. (laughs) Woo! Holy shit. Oh, Okay, Gab, one one more? One more. This is so cool that people just, like... They actually email us? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was was cool, too. I'm like, people actually listen to us. They like us. They really like us. I know, it's just so... Yeah. Oh, God. It's funny. I think it's great. Well, when we got the two from my, uh, like, my college friends, and that's when Gabby and I did the first mini, I was like, what what if we're fucking up right now and preemptively, like just airing this episode and then we get no more emails but then we got emails flooding yeah. in after every mini that airs yeah no it's so good last one. that it makes me feel good oh i want to read the about Q&A. oh sorry yeah the q a i want to read this one about mormons because i just went to salt lake okay I was in- <laughs> sorry you know that it's gonna be good when it has to do with mormons sorry no Gosh, offense to anybody I, like i'm on Teach mormon mom own. tiktok like i see like all of that what? stuff yes why i don't know they just put me in that group for some reason like you would like to watch them clean their house and live their life and take care of their 25 kids Uh, and like you know it is what it is take care of their 25 and they go and get their they go and get their their caffeinated or decaffeinated pop yeah because they can't fizz or uh i can't remember the name of these like a soda stream yeah it's like a soda shop like you go and get soda, oh, okay. and then they add like syrup. Did oh, you not see my TikTok? Yeah, I well, no, not TikTok, but you I should saw your go Instagram. watch my TikTok of how I had my first fizz. It was amazing when go. I was in Salt Lake. So anyway, let's read this one from our listener Tyler. 
Jeff Warren's ruined Mormons for me, so I have a very negative. I know outlook. I, I mean, I think it's weird. I mean, yeah, I don't like agree. But I like. I don't like. <laughs> agree to try with, I don't agree like with them as like a religion, but like yeah, I yeah. am so intrigued because I'm just like right. it's so different. Like I just want to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to learn about this. Yeah. And, like yeah, a different it's lifestyle. Su- it's yep. super cool. Like, I love that. I, it's like I'm happy for them. Be happy do over you. there. You go. You guys do you. <laughs> yeah. You be your. You live your Mormon life. Yeah. And I'm yes, just gonna. Me. And I'm just yes! gonna. I'm gonna get inspired by your cleaning TikToks and your Stanley Cups and your whatever. Right. Power and, to you to raise twenty five fucking humans. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they might not have twenty five. Maybe like seven. But like, oh, I was oh, like, we're I mean, not Mormon in there. Like a more connected community. Yeah, a lot yeah, of communities yeah. That are out there too. Yeah, that's they, one thing that I'm kind of jealous of. Yeah, they definitely like, and and honestly, when I was there, I was like, these are like the nicest people. They are actually super nice, like to well, other people. They have to be. It's a requirement. It's not you. They don't like. Aww. They don't actually like you. It's a requirement. <laughs> yeah, they have to be nice. I'm kidding. I don't actually know. That. That's, oh, what, yeah. that's what the Book of Mormon tells them to do. <laughs> yep. I'm kidding. You're kidding. No, that's it. <laughs> like they don't swear. It was like. Really? They don't drink alcohol no. or yeah. coffee. One of the guys that Nolan was refing with, um, so like they usually bring beer to the, like, you know, have oh, whatever for the, yeah. and he was like, oh, I forgot that one guy is with us tonight and he doesn't drink. And he's Mormon. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I was like, don't worry. I got this. I went and got like the 40 ounce, like root beer yeah. from the concessions yeah. and I brought it down to him and oh, he was, that's so... he was so excited. Oh Yum. my gosh. He was like, this is not my, drinking. This, this it is my favorite. Bother me. No, the I polygamy bother me bothers either, me. Because like, I, I, wait, what? It's just a lifestyle. The polygamy. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. That's, that's and sometimes not, that works for That's people. not normal. They're like, uh, the polygamy part is like, that's like almost a separate group off of like the main Mormon church. Like they were like kind of excommunicated. Oh, I they the stopped old, doing polygamy. Yeah, they stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's, I thought the OG are, Mormons were polygamous. Because I worked yes. with a Mormon at the pharmacy, yeah. and she was like, that was because a lot of the Mormons' husbands were mob bosses, so when they'd get killed, the wives would, like, be together and still have family. Uh, it's just oh, weird for sure. me that my husband is fucking somebody else. I'm That's just, oh, yeah, no. picture, I'm but, just but, trying to picture the Mormon I'm mob. I'm talking about, like, the mob. That's what she told me. I'm I was ta- like, I just want to ask a question for knowledge. Yeah. Not, I'm not trying to be offensive. I just want to learn. Right. No, but Why I think, did you guys have multiple I think, But I think that's how wives. Mormonism became, like, so known. Yeah. Was because of, like, the show, like, Sister Wives. And, like, what? that type right. of... Did you not... What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, there was a about? show about it. What are you talking about? Where did you learn your information from, Sophie? <laughs> a Mormon that I worked with at. Oh man! Oh the my gosh! source re- research. Well, also Come from on. Jeff Warren's, no, who is I'm... a cult leader, branched off from the LDS right. church. So, so like these, he married like thirteen-year-olds like, yeah, and yeah, had yeah. like a shit ton of wives. Yeah, there there are like those like more extremist extreme group. Yeah. Just like there is in Christianity. Like, well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like the Mormons that I was around, like in Salt Lake and Ogden, yeah. and like where else do we go? Not really Park City. Park City is like just ski central. Uh-huh. But like in that area, like they were all like normal people. Like they're not like out there having like twelve wives. Like that's like those <laughs> no, are people I know, like I know modern so, day yeah. they're normal people, but my they co-worker, did have that a long she, time ago. She's yeah. from Utah, and she was born and raised in. 
Mormonism. Yeah. Um, but she talked about it like there are still people out there who do it. Not legally, oh, obviously, because sure. it's illegal yeah. in America. Yeah. But she was like, that's why they do it. If a husband got killed, they'd have, like, family still. I don't right. know. I still think it's kind of weird. So it's more practical than anything else. Um, I'm not saying that I would be polygamous or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> my brother and I, we were even talking about this uh, this past week of just having roommates when you're older and uh, getting rid of the stigma of that mm-hmm. because in today's economy, it's better to have a multi-income household. Yeah. In this Jeez. economy? Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, really? <laughs> in this economy? I say that all the time. Oh, my man, mom. I do too. My mom. When are you having kids? In, in this, this economy? economy? Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> yep. You can say it for anything. It's great. What are you buying a house? In, in this, this economy? economy? Why is there... God damn yeah. it. Why is there... Are we dinner tonight? In this economy? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Why is there stigma around older roommates? Rent is fucking well, expensive here. Yes. Well, everywhere definitely right now. a stigma. At least there is... I know there is for guys having roommates when they get out of their 20s or in yeah. their 30s. Because they're supposed to be financially stable and be able to, like, provide and right. get However, settled down and buy there, their own house. There and are blah, some blah, blah. different um, oh. practices in different con- uh, countries. Uh, my brother was telling me about a family in Dubai where it was, like, like five brothers and their wives who decided to just go in on a house together. Wow, and a compound. Right. Yeah, I was like, damn, yeah. that's like a, and yeah. They could all have really nice cars and they could have a really nice house together and have their own room in it just because they were all splitting the cost of that really nice house and all of the amenities that it had or, you know, took to, yeah. to run the household. Mm-hmm. And it was technically having roommates into your 30s and 40s and 50s. Oh, yeah. But I can see that being a huge benefit in just like getting a group of friends together and yeah. then just like having and then a place. And co- then co-raising right. also children and being like, they're all just kind of here, you know, like I'm going to go to dinner. Yeah. Like somebody. Yeah. yeah I'm you... only laughing because you don't want roommates and you're still in your twenties. Correct. I'm still in my twenties. I don't want roommates right now, but that's because <laughs> I've had bad experiences with roommates. Yeah. And because the experience that I had was with roommates who didn't pay their side of the rent or didn't pay their side I've of the bills or, yeah. you know, ended up costing me more money, like twice the amount of rent and stuff. Cause you have to cover there. their half. Right. And so right up, now I'm the... kind of just setting up where I can control how much money I'm spending on my yeah, household yeah. and, you know, while, yeah. while still setting up a business mm-hmm. and stuff, as well as, uh, I might be extroverted when I go out and talk to people, but when I go home, I just want to shut down. I don't want to see anyone. Oh, you're anyone. you're an extroverted introvert. Yes. I just want my own space. And that's fine. And so, that's your prerogative. Right. Yeah. And so again, I, I started living alone when I was in college and I just loved it. Having my own escape Space, from the yeah. world just to shut down and do what I wanted when I wanted. Anyway, this Mormon story, back yes. to Mormons. Back, we, to Mormons. back to Mormons. We, we got, we got side. <laughs> Mike just went off about roommates. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, polygamy. Okay. So Tyler wrote in, says Mormons or a cult? Most likely a cult. Um, Jesus Christ. <laughs> So Archie, as well as his respective sidekicks, Rosie and Gigi. Yeah, not us. Thanks. <laughs> Archie runs the... Oh, because that's what I put in the description for that yeah. mini Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Archie run. Sophie and Mike were fired. Archie is now your host. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Have I got a story for you floofs. When I was a kid, I had a best friend who was Mormon. Fine, whatever. I spent a lot of time with his family growing up. And it wasn't uncommon for me to attend church with them. Although when we were kids, him and I would mostly goof around playing with our Beyblades. 
What the? F- yeah. What are Beyblades? Beyblades. So um, uh, we both look at Mike <laughs> instantly. Yeah, I know exactly Help. what that is. <laughs> what the uh, fuck was, is uh, that? It was based on a TV show, but uh, it was those little plastic arenas that you had, and it was uh, essentially battle tops. Oh, a zip tie! Oh, the zip tie things. Aaron okay. has okay. my brother. Aaron has those. Got yep. it. They came back around. Also, sort of. can I yep. just say, like them having you go to church with him, they were trying to get you to be a Mormon. A hundred percent. Not necessarily. I um. We actually have some Mormon churches here in Minnesota. Yeah. And, uh, I, I wonder uh, if he's from Minnesota. Uh, a girl who was in say. one of the choirs I sang with in high school was, you know, in the Mormon church. And we would go uh, sing with them and sing for them and stuff with oh, the, the choir nice. just for Christmas or just for, you know, during our Watsdale oh, season. that's cute. And it was because, like, she was able to speak up in the church and have a voice in the church and say, hey, I'm in this group. We want to come do this thing. Can Aww. we sing for you guys? Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was very all-inclusive like everyone had kind of the same status in the church oh well, that's um, nice then. so that, that was really cool and they were you know very accepting of us and just welcoming of us as just you know a group that came in and yeah not like so when are you gonna become a mormon type exactly, of deal yeah oh. it was never maybe like christianity is just really like yeah done a number like on you're me. either in or you're like, out yeah one of my ex-boyfriends um family is like catholic or whatever mm-hmm. and I went to church with him, I think, a total of two times. Hmm. But um, it was weird. It was like, because I was like, I don't really want to go. I don't, like, I'm Lutheran. Um, I don't, I don't know how Catholic church works. I, I just Latin. hear, I just hear <laughs> horror stories don't about people. Like, a lot of their sermons are in Latin. They do. The talk, exorcism they of Emily yeah. Rose fucks me up. <laughs> Catholicism I, is scary. No, I, I never watched any of that stuff. I don't watch scary movies. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. No. But, like, just things i've heard from like my family like about the catholic church my grandma used to be catholic like she's like oh god it's gonna be like two hours you're there and then you know and so i just felt like i had to go because otherwise they were gonna like kick me out of there like yeah kick me out of the family well even though i wasn't in the family (laughs) the wrath of god wait what (laughs) smite smite you. you With the wrath of God, strike you down with a thunderbolt. Or oh no! 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 Really no! No! No. <laughs> no! I was just mainly thinking about his family. His family was very like, oh, if they like cast they're out? they're Catholic. Like I'm Lutheran. They're better than me. Whatever. Yes, like, yes. The whole the whole thing. So I have just like this thing where I just assume that people are trying to con- make me convert to whatever <laughs> they are. So I'm like, oh, if they wanted you to go to church with them. They were like, yeah. he's gonna become a Mormon, like for sure. But apparently not. So that's nice. <laughs> Okay, so they're playing. That's, uh, that's playing what our... I was going to say. I I love when they tell us where they're from. Oh yeah, even if he, he doesn't did, digest. I don't think he did, but <laughs> when we got to high school, he began to take his religion more seriously as he prepared for his mission. And I never went to church with him because when I could, if I wanted to share a funny meme or show him funny texts from our buddies, he would get seriously pissed. I'm all for each person having their passion, but I'm a Lutheran dude. The most laid back religion there is out there. And when <laughs> yep. and we were 16 at the time, I feel laughing at a meme or text here and there is acceptable. Our friendship dissolved as his faith began to consume all his spare time. He yelled at me that if I couldn't accept his love for God the Father, that maybe I shouldn't oh. be in his life. So I wasn't. Oh, sad. That is sad, yeah. Well, yes and no. You all, like you, I mean, you said, we all have our passions. And, well, yeah, um, I know. Well, yeah, a lot of people. dedicate your life to something, and we fully believe something like that. I know. Um, but then that's... you do need to, you know, surround yourself with the, the type of people who are going to benefit your life. But I feel but... like a lot of people have a passion for religion and still have, like, their friendships. and like... Yeah, but they're sure. still able, like, to be like, a okay, life. even though you're not my religion, 
Like, or... I'll still be friends with you. Like, right. Like, you're childhood friends. I mean, yeah. granted, I'm not really friends with any of my childhood friends. So, right. I'm, I just say it's sad because it's like, it's always just sad when friendships end. Yeah. yeah like, right. regardless of if it's like right or wrong, you know, I'm just it's like, like a breakup. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and I feel like friend breakups are harder than I agree. romantic yes. breakups. Yeah, I sometimes. agree. Sometimes. At least from a woman's point of view, I don't know. Half the time, if I'm breaking up with someone, I'm like, I was already done with you Bye. Like, months ago. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. <laughs> Cut like, you out like not a surprise. <laughs> like, but with friends, like it could be like, you know, just something where, you know, you heart like really disagree on something. Which I guess in this case, they really disagreed on like the religion thing, and that was just the end of their relationship or friendship, whatever. So. Continuing the story, he went on his mission and I went to college. We went our separate ways for five years. That is until two years ago. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. I knew it was going to come full circle. I ran into him and by this time we were in our mid-20s. He invited me to a get-together at at his church. Here's the recruitment. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, he invited me to a get together at his church and we could just eat and reconnect. Recruitment. Agree- <laughs> Initiation. <laughs> I agreed. I still to this day have no idea why I agreed, but I did. When I arrived, there was a definite outnumbering of women to men. These women were gorgeous. You guys, I mean, this church gathering was really oh putting God. their best <laughs> foot forward by having all these fine ass women here at this thing. They were all very friendly and willing to talk to everyone. I was being flirted oh with left and right, which was honest, which as an honest guy, I am very plain looking. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> it wasn't until this girl was laughing a little too hard at everything I was saying uh-huh. that I started Busted. to get a bad feeling. <laughs> I went to tell my friend I was going to leave and his face changed to being very serious and said I couldn't leave until it was done. Until what was done? I asked. Oh my god, this reminds this me of like sorority recruitment. Is this a sex oh, ritual like cult thing? No, What's happening? No. Well, first off, they uh, they believe in saving yourself for marriage. Yes. Um, and so none of their that's why they get married in like two weeks half the time when well, they're at BYU. Sure, like I see all go. these stories on TikTok of oh, like Oh, that's why Mormons soak. Yeah, yes. Thank <laughs> yeah, you, TikTok, yeah. for teaching me that. Yeah. And I what? Now I have the pleasure of not knowing what that is anymore. The, I, they're I, soaking on TikTok? No, that's so inappropriate. That's where no. I learned about oh, soaking, right. Sophie. Have you heard of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, by yeah, the yeah. way, look I'm it up. sorry. Why, I'm, I don't think look they it used up. to call it soaking. It used to be called, it's like parking or It's parking, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, it didn't used to just be called docking. sex? Docking, that's what it was. Dock, that's docking. docking. <laughs> Which, by the way... Mormons soaking is you're fucking you're fucking you're having sex. They're not I'm fucking. Sorry. No, they are it's not. fucked. There's it's, penetration. It's not a verb. They are because they are not moving. Yeah, somebody else is <laughs> somebody else no, is no, moving no. the bed for it's the them. The bed underneath them, and they or whatever. They go, whoop, 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 or they jump on the bed. Oh yeah, or, or they jump what, on the well, bed. What I was told it was is they just put it in the knee yeah. there. Yeah, because you and can't. They don't have the... to like move the bed or anything. Somebody they else just... moves it for them. No, not always. It's just you know, that's that's a really good friend. That, that is a really good friend. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. sex. It's an outside force causing it to happen. So it's yeah. not them doing. Oh it. my god! I know. Technicalities. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, anyway, so what were you getting at with so, this part of the story, Mike? Since 
we started talking about soaking prematurely. <laughs> One thing is that the Mormon church is very welcoming. Mm -hmm. um, they're very welcoming and they're very uh, encouraging uh, to get people in. And what uh, they have learned through the years is the best way to attract guys to the church is by hot ladies, hot ladies, attractive women, which okay, that's in every market. What is this? The Playboy okay? Mansion? Sex, yeah. Sex what is sells. happening? Sex sells everywhere. All right. Ugh. When you go to a bar and they have ladies night. Because it's ladies. Yeah. I know that's the best because then they, all my stuff's free. Right. Okay, all your stuff's I'm not free, trying to get anything. And then a bunch of guys show alcohol. up because all the ladies show up, right? Uh, oh, and then they spend money. Exactly. Uh, okay. But you don't ever see a guy's oh, night at any bars. And then all the ladies show up. It's not it's not a way to attract women to the church. It's because you guys yeah, are because, thirsty. Because men don't understand how to get the female gaze. They only get the male gaze. You should be going into the club with like, gray sweatpants. That's what you should. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Here's what you do, guys. You walk in with some baseball pants. Oh, man. Or some gray sweatpants. Oh. That's how you get the female gaze. Sorry, you said female gaze, and I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll be, I feel like guys are always, like, going after the, they, they want the female gaze, but they're actually giving a male gaze. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, sorry, what? Damn, we should do a whole episode on this because I need we, to learn, apparently. So, so, guys, like, when they're, like, oh, like, taking, like, shirtless pics in the mirror or, like, oh, all this man. stuff because they're trying to, like, show off to women. Yeah. Peacocking. Right. But it's really, like, they're they're wanting the attention. It ends up getting the attention of other men because they're oh, yeah. met. Then men compare themselves to each other oh, like that. Yes, but they yes, think, yes. oh, if I have all these muscles, if I like lift, if I do all this stuff, like women Toxic are gonna like so, women are gonna love me. But it's also like if you can have a, a bit of a feminine side to you, that's what gets <laughs> the female gaze. So what you're saying is my and Tinder profile should have pictures of me building stuff cooking things and holding a baby yeah put yeah. that picture of you Pretty and archie much. on your fucking dating yes. show. Not a great picture yeah, i thought it was cute i'll show you um later. yes it's the answer of, is yes you need to have your masculine Instagram. things that like aren't just like oh look at uh, right. a shirtless no, pic or like my, whatever this is my job this is yeah. what i do i like to build yes. things but it's like that's a masculine thing. Here's what you do: post a picture with you and Archie. Take a picture with one of my dogs, preferably yeah. Stella, because she's the cutest. Do something cooking and your job. So the there we go. Thing, Perfect. I've, I've and your about, apartment I, I or something, about, like my own place. There like, we go. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I've thought not about that that's my super. Dogs, but at the same time, then they're like, "Oh, you have dogs?" Like, no, my parents do. No, you just say no. I just love whatever. dogs, yeah. and I really want to get a dog. That's what you say. All right. Duh. All right. No, you could I'm be like have lessons. This is my furnace. This is my furnace. That makes me think of when you're saying guys are posting these pictures with shirtless or whatever. Yeah. I saw on Instagram like forever ago, and it was like I'm 29, and when my mom asks me why I haven't remarried and blah blah blah, because somebody sent it to me, and I was like, "Yep, that's me." And this guy, she's si sipping her drink, and this guy's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, and it's like half buttoned down. He has an eight pack. It's clear, and he's like posing next to her, and she's just like drinking her drink, yeah. like looking yeah, at yeah. him. Yeah. And he starts to ask her how she's doing, and then he's like. <laughs> And she's like, this is my dating pool. Like what, this, this guy is was, turned on by himself more yeah. than anything else around yes. him. Like, or like yeah. showing off to other guys. Yeah. Like, yes. And she's off. just yeah. like sipping her drink. And I was like, yep, that's me. 
right. Well, anyway, back to the story. Back my to Mormons. Being, it's a good way to welcome people in. It's is, a great strategy. You know, getting it, it is a great strategy, um, as well as just showing how welcoming that uh, that church is. The females are. Um, all these uh, women are looking to. They get are ready to, to jump family, ear bones. Right? Ready they, to soak. Ready you know, to get married. <laughs> um, but they want to make sure that soak. They're going to be with someone who has some of the same values and yeah, the same yeah, yeah. standards and different things like that. Yeah, that so they sense. want to vet these guys by bringing them through and seeing if they want to then join the church. Yeah. Which they're not forcing you to join anything. They're not. You know, I mean, clearly, it kind of are, is. In this they situation. are trying to persuade you. <laughs> it he's sounds like, like he's he like, can't you can't leave. leave. Yeah. Can't leave. Well, it sounds like you can't leave. This is like my sorority initiation. Be, like that might be more of a. It, it was his friends thing. Like I invited this person, and if he leaves, it's going to be embarrassing for bad. me. It looks it bad. It looks bad on me. And this so is my recruit, and he's leaving. Pretty he much. Leave. Yeah, yeah. So speaking from being in a fraternity, when you do bring someone in to rush or to yeah. participate in things, you want it them is to a have reflection a of you it too. Is, it, it is a reflection mm-hmm. of you. Yeah, and so I think that's where uh, the friend was coming from. Yeah. not like a, you know, he's trying to hold on to him or hold him here. It's like no, just stick around so you know <laughs> you can see the full the full spiel. And I get that it's it's freaky sometimes. It's it's out of the ordinary when you get more attention than you're used to from attractive yeah. females. It's weird. Yeah. Um. There's even a thing on dating profiles and dating dating apps and stuff when you see a, uh, an attractive female who looks too attractive and perfect on the app yeah then most guys are like yeah that's a bot that's that's fake that's not an actual it's not a real thing oh, or they'll that's just why i didn't get matches <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding <laughs> okay i'm gonna finish this story there's only like two paragraphs left <laughs> so he had... sure I oh my god siri <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand either siri i don't understand I, yeah. okay um, I'm just going to read the end of that last paragraph. So I went to tell my friend I was going to leave and his face changed to being very serious and said, I couldn't leave until it was done until what was done. I asked <clears throat> speed dating. That's what Ooh. this was a fucking Mormon <gasps> speed dating or mating ritual yeah. of sorts, putting their best foot forward with the church's most attractive females was an intentional move. I sat through one and a half tables before I stood up like and- rounds tables i don't know i yeah. sat i sat well, through one and a half tables i've never done oh, speed dating so they put out individual tables oh yeah so you like right? oh, and got then it. either the guys or the girls sit down at the tables and then when after like ding. five minutes or yeah, yeah the, the, ding the bell off. whatever then <laughs> you half, move on to the yeah, next one group either the guys or the girls like i said they get up, up and, move and moves to over to the, the next table oh uh, uh, oh my god so he so he sat through one and a half mini speed dates honestly Okay. Half. Or, I feel bad for that girl. I'm, like, I'm up to geez. speed. She's like, what? I laughed um, at all your stupid jokes. <laughs> I laughed a little too hard. <laughs> Sent it a little too hard. Okay, so I sat through one and a half tables before I stood up and actually got the hell out of there. Or at least attempted to get out. A church elder, or whatever they're called, was standing in front of the door, preventing any attendance from leaving. And trust me, a lot of People had been brought by friends and wanted to leave. What the fuck is going on? I walked away unscathed, but told our high school friends unscathed. about it. They <laughs> they all agree it was a cult meeting and they needed new blood to mix in with their polygamous <laughs> offspring. Oh, <laughs> Ew. Geez. Ty. Thanks, Ty. Oh, my Man. lord. 
Wow. That Wait, was... Mormon speed date? That's kind of mind blowing. No, that that makes so, so much speed sense. Dating, it does. It does make sense. <laughs> they need to get because um, I feel like it's easier to get more people. Like you, you either have to bring in. I think I made a point uh, either last week or the week before about struggling to find a place to meet someone mm-hmm. yeah. in the dating pool today. Yeah, mm-hmm. you said church. I didn't say. Church. <laughs> Oh, maybe someone else church. said church. Yeah, someone maybe else I'm said thinking church. of a TikTok. <laughs> that yes. So that now you'll go to, to be, church. That no, does seem to be I a have place a boyfriend. Where, Thank you. Like, <laughs> no, I meant Mike. Your grandparents will recommend like find a nice church girl or nice whatever. Yeah, which is a good idea because again, it's it's finding someone who has some of the same values that you do. It's finding mm-hmm. someone who has some of the uh, and it might not even be the same beliefs, but the same values, same family structures, and. Yeah. You know whatever else that you do morals um, and ethics exactly. and all the things yeah exactly. no it makes sense um, and all so the <laughs> they're all waiting till marriage right to lose their virginity mm-hmm. yeah and so so they're ready to get married like tomorrow <laughs> sorry. To, I'm sorry in order to put their best foot forward to bring in other people welcomingly to the church they're like these ladies right? want to get laid what let's go young, well what <laughs> tired of soaking want? Exactly. what do young people want they want to meet you know, a significant other, an attractive people. Yeah. Attractive people. They want to talk to attractive people. They want to date. And so they're providing them this opportunity to get to know people in the Mormon church and show them that, um, you know, they're not as uh, strange as the media portrays them to be. And it comes off as essentially trying too hard. But, but here's the thing, the messed up thing about this is that he thought he was going to reconnect with his buddy. His friend. Yeah. And then, right. and, like, then and then it's like, psych, here well, talk to all these girls. You like can't leave. and you can't leave until you're done. If you are kind <laughs> of a shy guy is... or kind of a you know introvert type person, uh, and someone says, Hey, do you want to go talk to hot women for a couple hours? You'd be like, <laughs> No. Like, yes, but no. Sometimes it's very, <laughs> yes, but yes, but no. no right. Yeah. It's very daunting. You're unsure what to say. He would be more nervous, well, I think. Yeah, and I think if... that's probably why he phrased it that way, to get right. him to go, which yeah. makes sense. But, like, I just think, like, as a, you know, as a friend or whatever, if you, if you, just from the very beginning, like, when he was like, oh, why did I say yes to this? I mean, yeah, you you know, like, your buddy didn't want to, you wouldn't talk to him, and then you ran into him, time. and then he's like, hey. Yeah. Like, I need to get right. more people to join the church. So he yeah. just kind of saw you and was like, you want to come to this thing and reconnect with me and have I hang think out? I would have been sad because I yeah. probably would have thought that we were going to reconnect our yes, friendship. Exactly. Yeah. Not like, that you were yeah. using me and my seed to intermix <laughs> yeah. in the gene pool yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't let me leave. What is this? That movie? Some, <laughs> summer or something? Midsummer. 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 Yeah. Oh, what is this, um, Midsummer? The funny yeah. thing is, though, is that this type of yes. event, this uh, type of church-going speed dating type thing, oh, God. You know, uh, has been the topic of many TV show episodes, including like Letter Kenny. This is the, scary. The church has brought these guys yeah. in uh, to some speed dating thing and didn't tell the, the main characters that it was a speed dating thing, but then yeah. like oh. either kept them around or then they, they became really worried about it when they found out it was a speed dating thing. And so the experience, it, it sounded just like an, an episode of Letterkenny. And so, yeah. but I, I do believe that that was probably based on a true story. Um, I'm stuck on the old dude, not I'm letting him leave. I know. The story, what the not fuck? The story. But well, the old dude, not letting him leave might've just been a numbers game or might've just been like a, like, like, no, come on. Like you'll enjoy it. Like, 
You're gonna just try. Give it a try. Yeah. Just get back out there. Okay? And there's <laughs> this is how I there, met my honey. <laughs> there's there's been a lot of stories of you know people want to take the easy way out and just quit right off the bat and dating if they sometimes because <laughs> I've been dating there. or sports or things like that uh, and they want to give up and some <laughs> uh, someone who's been there and been in that situation can say well I know it's scary but. You know, if, but either if way, like another if, step. If somebody wants to leave, yeah, somebody a church, wants to right. leave. Like, you don't just get to be like, no, you're stuck here. You have to like date these speed date all these ladies. Yeah, like you're at this, well, they also have different codes okay. of conduct when it comes to like chivalry. Speed dating? Oh. Just, just like how they you know act as gentlemen type deal. Right? Just I mean, yeah, rules. okay, he did that even that, that, that makes sense. Right. Okay. And it's like you're being rude. Go sit back down and stop being rude. Yeah, I guess like don't kind of a deal. don't like leave the women hanging kind of right. thing. Yeah, like they okay. showed up to meet you guys or to talk to you. But at the same time, he and... didn't know that that's what he was doing, so that's not right. fair. Yeah, that's true. It, it was a little unfair of the friend to throw him into this. At the same time, he could have just you know taken a positive stance to it, like, oh, that's what we're doing. All right, cool. And a lot of guys. Uh, we'll go out to bars and say like, oh, like we just want to go talk to girls, right? But that's a bonding situation for the guys because then afterwards you can talk about it and you know give each wing other man reviews, each other, wingman each other. You know, like oh man, did you see that one girl? Yeah, it's so it's a whole <laughs> great, it's a whole guy bonding situation. And so then his friend could have <laughs> been thinking that's what he was inviting his friend to was a bonding situation where they were then also talking to uh, women hmm. and. Okay. This Tyler didn't see it that way. He saw it as a trap, and he took it as a trap, and he ultimately just I would I would have yeah I would have taken it as a trap too right and so I, I mean yeah perception felt, is reality right? right so that makes sense I might have felt a little bit awkward I don't know I've never been put into one of those situations <laughs> all um, right Sophie we have to make this there you happen. Go. <laughs> actually did you know in Minneapolis you have to be a minimum of twenty five years of age to speed date that makes sense Fantastic. your brain needs to be fully I'm done developing you need to be fully cooked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm fully cooked. Okay. I'm just Ugh. letting you know. I looked into that when I was, you know, before yeah. Archie's dead. <laughs> and I was like, damn, you have to be 20. That's the same age to rent a car. I have Which, to be able to rent a car to well, be able no, to speak. I you think have... it's a good idea. To have that age minimum? The age minimum. Yeah, because yep. people sure. are probably like, the age is probably really varying from like up oh, to like 40, 45, right. maybe and even 50. I also like, think that. You know the the twenty one year olds, twenty two year olds. They're just out here looking to get some or get some credit. Or, That's what the apps are for. Um, yeah, seeking work. Um, arrangements. Yeah. That that too. Okay, so they're looking yeah, for like a, a sugar, sugar daddy. daddy, sugar mama, sugar like whatever. <laughs> or you know, like the the younger girls are looking for a guy to buy them things, pay for things, take them <clears> out, whatever. Maybe they're looking for a more mature guy. Fine, but wait until you're twenty five cool down a bit so it's better to have that age minimum so that you're talking to someone who's you know somewhat lived some more life yeah outside like, of college I, yeah college or like mm -hmm. i just graduated high school right i am a literal yeah. baby yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous um but like is looking to actually date understands what going on a date means not just you know a situationship or like a hookups a sneaky link or whatever they're calling it Sneaky link. I don't know. That's the that's, term. That isn't is it? a term. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for like a hookup. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You have your. But nobody link. knows about it. Like yeah. it's just somebody you hook up and you don't like talk to anybody about. It. 
they're just that horrible that you don't talk. I'm kidding. I'm no, kidding. it's I like mean, we were talking about secret, having secret a, person. Um, a roster a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like <laughs> rosters are nice. You know, I used to have one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. No, before so no, like, like <laughs> not during. Right. Okay. okay. I'll I, clarify. You don't actually have like a literal <laughs> roster and like oh like oh they're, they're hitting bad this week. We gotta. <laughs> <laughs> switch them out for a different one or like oh i oh, gotta I bring mean, in a have, new pitcher you, you no his shoe would fit in my shoe and i'd be no, like yeah scratch you off but you do have right. like a list yes. yeah like, yeah just you have it's just you a have running people. list and they're in order of priority right. me too <laughs> yes thank you that you know if you're having a night where you're like well i could use some company and um i you know yeah, want to grab dinner, a drink or something grab, grab dinner, dinner grab or... just stay in and eat ice cream you you don't call one of your you use people on your roster for that well, yeah, just for yeah. company. What? That's what friends company, are for. Friends. No, not that kind of company. Sorry. Like for... Netflix and chill company. I don't want, I'm not calling you over to sit on my couch and I'm eat ice cream. What? <laughs> what? That's what you just said. You said you no. call someone on your roster to sit on your couch and eat ice cream with you. Yeah. If you're on my and roster. Then, and then you, and then you go. And I, yeah. Uh, I'm not. Why would you fuck around? Why am not? Why are we wasting ice because cream? Because you're trying to see if you want to be with that person. Yeah, oh. like dating, I mean, so like this is like a, but but people are but using a minimal effort kind of. Test. This is a minimal effort dating. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I was yep. like, I use a roster strictly for physical things. Like, oh, hey, no, you no, up no. at one a.m. No, I had a roster and I was trying trying to figure out who I wanted to date. Oh, I didn't use a roster for that. I just yeah. used them for sexual. No, I, it was like I was going on dates with people. And like you have that capability. <laughs> I'm like Maybe I was. Okay. I did my, back I then. One of my coworkers at work were really cool like close i don't know i guess it's weird mm -hmm. like a lot a lot of people aren't like super close with their coworkers, like how i am slash was with my old team um but anyway mm -hmm. like my one of my mentors i would tell him all the time about like my dates and whatever and he was like gabby i need to create like an excel grid for like <laughs> <laughs> like a roster and i was like i'm he's like we gotta start like having some metrics here. here like we're gonna have metrics on like <laughs> How much money do they make? Right. That's their job. Give me odds like, on this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really oh, he just got a dog. Oh, his odds yeah. are going up. Yeah, I should really just make a template. I also wanted to create. I, I wanted to create um also a questionnaire to give to guys before um that so they don't waste so they don't waste my time. So I'm like, here's a Google form. Fill Did it you out and then fill it out. Answer these questions real quick. It should also attach a consent form along with it. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> What is she asking me? Like, I need if your you had... shoe to oh, not no, fit no, in my no. shoe. I mean, yeah, like, I... I... keep going back to that. That's a horrible reason to break up with someone. That's my favorite would... reason I've ever That's broken up with anybody. Ick. I would be like, I, get I out get of it. here. I get it, but, like, base it on other things as well as that, But and that might bug you as one thing. I broke like, up with somebody really? one time because I hated how he smelled, okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> That might boil ah! down to a personal hygiene thing. No, Maybe like, Gabby and I are just savage. Okay. His scent, I literally just could not. <laughs> okay, well that's handle it. I was like, Mom, is something wrong yeah. with me? Like I literally, no, that's that's a biological thing. No, it's it's a, and I looked <laughs> yeah. it up, and it's is actually, it just smelly. No, it's that your immune no. systems are uh, not in sync, not, not compatible. Mm -hmm. Aka, your immune systems are too close to each other. That if you Whoa. had a kid, they would be almost be like immunocompromised because they. Yeah, it's a thing. Look it up. No. Because I thought it was fucking crazy. Oh, God. Okay, and that was <laughs> our was mini Monday that turned into a yeah. mega Monday. No, we're gonna... We have one more episode, or one more story from Jonathan. Yeah. Okay. So we were going to go back to, we didn't finish up with the speed dating thing, did we? Yeah, that was it. Mm -hmm. oh, that was right. it. That was the end. All right. That was the end. <laughs> the end.
So Mormons, yeah. If you if you want a speed date, go to a Mormon oh, uh, speed dating event. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of hotties. I think it was it was well intentioned, but married. poorly executed. Yeah, then you can get married. It was well intentioned, but poorly executed. I don't think that it was an actual cult thing. It just came off of that because of the stigma. We'll try not to interrupt too much. <laughs> just get through the story and then talk about it at the end. And also, it's an American podcast and broadcast mm-hmm. here and based here and. But yeah, look so up, it makes sense. Yeah, no, I know it it'll, makes sense. It'll yeah. grow. I just want to. I I like the I'm international. It'll grow. Listeners. I promise. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> like that British one. She sent in a very proper, prim and proper email, and I He's... fucking love that. Yeah, and I had to tell you what half the words meant. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what anything in that email meant. No, <laughs> no, but guys, we have um twelve hundred listens, like for between all of our episodes. Okay, the one thing that bugs me is we have an average of like fifty-two listens a day. Are those people following us on Instagram? And if they no, are, we have 53 yeah, we only have on like Instagram. fifty-three nice. listeners on or followers on Once Instagram. Once again, go to the social Give media, us a please. Follow. What the fuck? It's in the show notes, you guys. All you have to Every do is episode. click on it, and it'll take you right to Instagram, like magic. Boop. Perfect. Anyway, so we have one <laughs> last story because Jonathan, like we had mentioned earlier, wrote in three stories. So we're just gonna, yeah. Here's the last last Jonathan out. email or story. The dream. Kind of a sad one. To be completely straightforward, about a month and a half after I graduated from high school, 2003, and right before starting college, I lost my dad to suicide. Oh, that's really sad. Sorry. That's really sad. I wasn't expecting that. It was a horrible thing that still affects me to this day, even though he's now been gone for more than half my life. The trauma from this has always manifested in different ways, but in the end, it comes down to the sadness and anger just because I've always just wanted to talk to my dad and tell him about life. One night, about eight or ten years ago, this came about in the form of a dream. I don't remember much about the dream other than my dad showing up and simply asking me, how are you doing? And in my dream, I lost my absolute shit on him. I responded with something to the effect of, who the fuck do you think you are asking me that? How do you think I am after what you did to us? Don't ever talk to me again because I'm not okay and I don't know if I ever will be. There was a lot of yelling on my side. When I woke up, I felt really weird. On one hand, it felt bad. On another... I felt good to get it out. And overall, I just felt weird about it and realized I had more to unpack in therapy. In parentheses, seriously, everyone should go to therapy. Retweet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, agreed. I've had weirder dreams before, so mostly I chalked it up to just that. About a week later, I was hanging out with my friend Chris. He's one of my oldest friends and one of the few who knew my dad as well. We were driving to somewhere and Chris asked me how things were going. I said all was pretty good. He then got a little awkward and said, I know I haven't asked about this in a while, but how are you doing about your dad? I told him I was doing okay and that some days were still hard and it just takes time. He got a little more awkward and nervous and then said, okay, I don't want to stir things up for you, but I need to tell you something. The other day I had a dream where I was sitting in your old house and I saw your dad sitting on the couch and I said, oh, hi, Don. And then he said, hi, Chris, can you do me a favor? Can you please make sure Jonathan is doing okay? He's really mad at me and I need someone to look after him. Whoa. Oh my God. I was silent. Then Chris said, I'm sorry to bring it up, but it was such a weird and very realistic dream. Like I could smell the stale cigarette smoke in the house. So I just had to tell you about it. I started choking up a bit and I told him about the dream that I had not long before that. We were both pretty freaked out, sad and happy about it. I'm still pissed about what he did and I always will be. But thanks for looking out, Dad. Oh my God, Jonathan. I I had no idea. That is really sad. I I feel like with a lot of survivors of 
loved ones who commit suicide anger is the yeah you, you it's it's not having that closure it's not having yeah. answers it's like it's a lack of control too I yeah in some ways right yeah. like yeah. you feel guilty and upset because you like couldn't stop it you know like you couldn't stop them from themselves yeah that's hard are you okay the friend that introduced nathan and i killed himself a couple weeks ago and three weeks before he died he had texted me that he wanted to hang out and i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't make plans like i didn't like it was one of those things that you say that you're gonna make plans but Mm -hmm. you didn't and then three weeks later yeah now he's gone so like and i i knew that he struggled mentally so like when nathan told me that he had passed away and he's the same age as us so like it wasn't natural causes he had substance abuse issues like when nathan told us i was like in real shell shock because i was like could have i done something or said something or if i had made plans would have i changed something because like i've thought of all the way all the times that i've been low and don't want to reach out but i did reach out to somebody and i i don't know and all the times that i've attempted suicide it just like it made me feel really shitty that I don't know. I feel yeah. like anger and blame are two of the really most common things that people, survivors of suicide, feel. Um, but it's, I, I feel like it's it's nothing that you should blame yourself for, which Nathan's really helping me, like, get through it. Yeah. It's something in them, they're hurting so bad that that feels like their only way out. Mm-hmm. So I think not having those answers, not having that closure is the most difficult part right. about that frustrating Mm -hmm. and whether or not we realize it a lot of that um is projected out into the world out onto the the ones that are close to us just different mentions of things he could have like his friend could have mentioned something about cigarette smoke and you just wince a little bit back because that was something that reminded him Mm -hmm. of his dad or whenever something relating to dads or things like that are brought up uh that could have been the reason why his friend either consciously or subconsciously um, was thinking that he was mad at his dad or, you know, had that um, dream about him being mad at his dad, as well as those small things that Jonathan might have uh, been going through. And I'm not saying he, he was or anything, but uh, might have been going through stays in your subconscious and then plays into what acts out in your dream, what is acted out in your dreams. Um, like you said, oftentimes anger mm-hmm. comes with uh, surviving through a uh, loved one committing suicide. Um, and it is um, because, like Gabby said, um, because it's something that you can't control because something that you feel like you should have prevented or could have prevented. But sometimes, you know, it's just it's it's not. And sometimes it's just their choice. Mm-hmm. Just they don't yeah. feel like there's any other way out. Suicide prevention is something that I, I do feel very strongly about uh, reaching yeah. out to your friends and making sure that, uh, you know, people are OK. And because he even subconsciously might have noticed that Jonathan wasn't OK. Yeah. Uh, oh, with this. yeah. And so that was. I think really good. And so it's, I think it's really important to talk to, um, talk about these things, even though they're hard and be able to get those feelings out. Yeah. I think it's, it's good practice. Yeah. The day I found yeah. out, I went and hugged Nick and Liz. Cause we had like our last mm-hmm. dinner with them before they moved out East. And <laughs> I like, Nick was like, not a lot of people, you know, both just physically and just being there just, yeah. I don't know. Tell your friends you love them. Yeah. And on the flip side, just because people 
maybe don't tell you all the time or like you don't talk to them all the time doesn't mean that they don't love you or that they wouldn't be there or they wouldn't be there for you if you reach out like i know i i get so caught up in like all the things that i'm doing in my life that i'm like oh i forgot like i have friends and i need to reach out to them and like i i have a reminder on my phone to like don't forget to text your friends like and it (laughs) pops up every day like that's bad you guys like but you know i i love my friends i love the people in my life but like i'm not always the best at like checking in mm-hmm. so right so, but that doesn't too. mean that i'm not like there for you if you call me and you mm-hmm. are like i'm stranded or i need help or i am just going through a tough time like mm-hmm. you need to talk it out like i know a lot of times i i do end up being that friend that people reach out to but like i take a lot of like pride and like honor in that and like being mm-hmm. there to help people through their stuff so yeah, remember that too, that like, just because you don't talk to people every day or whatever, that doesn't mean they don't love you and they don't want you around. Sorry, that was a, that was a tough, tough story. Sorry, good. Jonathan. Um, but I also wanted to say too, like, at least in my family, like I haven't had many like family members pass like that I knew. Like, so a lot of the stories, like my grandma and my mom, like tell me about her people, like my great grandparents or great great grandparents whatever um so i haven't personally really experienced a lot of this but like familial death uh yeah yeah me either or like somebody visiting you that has died like in a Mm -hmm. dream just because i don't have like a lot of people in my life that have died my parents are really young when they had me and their parents were young when they had them so like everybody's almost everybody's everybody's still kicking well i mean yeah my we've had a recent death in the family, but Mm -hmm. like, not like, you know, a ton of people in my family. So what I'm getting at is my mom and my grandma have talked about family members visiting them in their dreams. And I, I mean, I believe them. I mean, when you're sleeping, you're in a really vulnerable state, um, especially if you're open to being visited too. Like, so a lot of people will block their energy from like, being visited but some people and just naturally like if you're more connected in the spiritual world are kind of that like like it's almost like an open doorway for Mm -hmm. people to come visit you and so my grand my mom has always talked about like her grandma coming to visit her and like like even as adults like they're more open or like as Mm -hmm. kids oh even adults yeah my mom talks about it like my great aunt uh passed away i think like four or five years ago Mm -hmm. so my grandma's sister and kind of a similar thing, she visited my mom, so my great aunt, my mom, my grandma's sister visited mm-hmm. my mom and was like, I know, similar story here, like, I know your mom's mad at me for how, like, I treated her, like, throughout our adulthood and, like, because Whoa. there was at one point where they stopped when my great aunt and got married to her husband. Uh-huh they were like we can't do the holidays with you anymore because we can't afford to do oh the two so i'll just see you when i see you i'm not gonna we're not gonna prioritize spending any holidays together Mm -hmm. and she basically like cut my grandma out of her life because she was getting married and whatever and they were two years apart they were really close they fought a lot but they were really close and they looked a lot alike i always sometimes would like get them confused (laughs) but um when i was little but anyway so my great aunt came to visit my mom and like be like please apologize to your mom for me like and my mom <laughs> i love her but she is not 
the type that would just like she she she's very empathetic in some ways, but I don't think that's something she would make up because like there was just a lot of drama in my family and mm-hmm. like there was a lot of like we're we don't talk to them, we're not close with them, whatever. So I I don't know if my mom would just like make it up or just tell my grandma like oh like I just made this up in my dream and this happened like oh, I you know I what I mean to like tell yeah, her yeah, like yeah, your yeah. your sister wanted to apologize to you yeah because. She wouldn't, just she wouldn't just stir shit up her, and, and make it And first of all, yeah. like, nobody would believe that Tiffer would act, like, her name was Tiffer, um, or her nickname. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about this mm-hmm. on a previous episode, but she just, like, wouldn't be that necessarily that person to, like, apologize, at least in this lifetime. <laughs> like, that was just not in her personality. When you pass over to the other side, it might yeah. change a gal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she <laughs> came back and talked to my mom. and Damn. Friend. Then my mom talked to my grandma. And it did make her feel better, obviously. Uh, I'm assuming she probably tried to get through to my grandma, and my grandma was just like, whatever. No. Fuck you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sam! <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, yeah. where I was just like, I don't have time for this, like, whatever. So, I do believe that you get visited, um, and I think I've talked about it a few times, too, like, in the middle of the night, like, thinking, like, oh, my great-grandpa is just, like, standing near my closet, or my great-uncle, and so I in the middle of the night smell like cigarette smoke mm-hmm. and you're like none of us smoke in this house like yeah and i've smelt it in the middle of the night when i was like sleeping and i'd wake up and like oh see either you know I, it's one of them it's either my great grandpa or my great uncle or it's one of them whatever it's whoever's here like what do you want but that was when i was going through like a really hard time with um with like drinking and mm. Um, still like figuring out all that stuff. So I think my, because they, they were all also alcoholics. So I, that's why I think it was my great grandpa. See, like, oh. he died from alcoholism. Pretty okay. much. So I think he came to visit me to kind of be like, you're on the wrong path. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like hmm. you need to figure this shit out type of thing. Wow. So, but then again, it's all down to interpretation and what you think and what you believe. So <laughs> But I believe that people do visit you in your dreams. That's what I'm getting at. I think it's real. I do too. I believe. I believe I, I believe. Oh. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. Sorry, it wouldn't away. bother me as much if that song wasn't by R. Kelly. Oh, fuck. I know. He ruined it forever. He ruined oh, it. Oh, no. My dad. He's Russell Kelly. Hi, dad. <laughs> So my stepmom for a while would call him R. Kelly. I'm like, you guys gotta stop. Ooh. You gotta stop. No, 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 that. No. We can't call him that. Uh, that can't be his nickname. Oh. So then, yeah, I'm like, ooh, that's a rough one. That's a rough. Nickname. That's rough. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, forgot. I was just thinking like, the song. it's a moving song. He did it on purpose. It was a, it was a cover up. It was a yes. It was literally <laughs> a cover up. He's like, I'm gonna switch to some beautiful shit because I got a R&B. beautiful voice. Yeah. Because I'm a disgusting human being. Okay, okay. Well, anyway. I, forgot, I forgot that was R. Kelly. So That's okay. My bad. So maybe he was a bad person with a good moment. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go with that. Whatever yeah. it was, I what like I'm that. saying is it was a song that popped in their head because uh, of Because you said, I believe. And I believe. And yeah, whatever it was else. like, I believe. Yes. And, and we can't just take every. I didn't mean it in, in a bad way. I know right. you didn't. You can't take everything positive someone said because someone else did something bad and blame <sighs> the song or the interpretation of it. Just. Oh, this was a Mega Monday, you guys. Yeah, Mega Monday. Monday. But you guys love the mini Mondays, so. Yeah. 
Mega Mini Monday, Mini Mega Monday, Mega Mini Monday, Mega Mini, Mega Mini, a lot of good things out. Yeah, keep writing in, you guys. I know some tears. Yeah, I know we have we have so many stories still that we have to read, but please keep writing in. We love these stories. Like, it's cool to like have Sophie do research and find stuff, but like, it's also you know. We wouldn't be able to just research on like if you don't write in like right. yeah. your personal stories. Like we can't just like find them necessarily unless you write like a blog right. post or it's somewhere. But then we have to really do some digging. So mm-hmm. and that's um, all you because I don't know how the internet works. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to do anything. Technology <laughs> is scary. Okay. Well, thanks for writing in, guys. Keep writing in. Like we said. That's the first thing that I check every Monday morning when I wake up at 10 a.m. Yeah, make Sophie's day, please. There right you go. In, right in. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. See you Thursday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Stay spooky. Don't be shitty. Gabby, where can they find our podcast? You can find Sophie's Choice Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or wherever you like to listen. Make sure to follow and leave a review if you enjoyed this episode. Email your spooky stories to Sophie's Choice Murderies at gmail.com and make sure to like and follow at Sophie's Choice Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. All our links are in the show notes. We'll chat with you, Murderies, next week. Stay spooky.